you have that one thing that's really hard to say no to. You see it and you just can't turn it away. For me, it's definitely pie. For me, it's definitely chips and dip, specifically queso dip. I cannot say no to that. This is Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop. With Jake and Kathy. Thanks for listening to Truth Pop, where we give you a Catholic take on faith and culture. I'm Jake, and she is Kathy. And yeah, I'm going to talk about saying no to things that may not be bad things, but ultimately saying no to those things because we want to say yes to what really matters in life. And that's Jesus. That's, you know, making space for God in our lives and emptying ourselves of things that are taking up too much room. So we're going to start by talking about a movie that was super popular this summer. It's time for this week's Truth Pop Pick of the Week. This is Truth Pop. And that's the movie Elvis. Kathy, what did you think about the movie? I thought it was a very sorrowful drama. I really liked how it showed Elvis's life and the struggles that he went through and the relationships that he had, especially the personal relationship he had with his wife and also with his manager. I think you're right, Kathy. The The movie just portrays the story of Elvis from a young age where he's really passionate and he gets into music because he's uh, passionate about urban culture and he wants to be a bridge. It's just a, a beautiful heart that he has where you know he's living in a time of segregation where there's so much racism going on. And it's just horrible to see the attitude that people had and to also see the way that Elvis wanted to make a difference. But you see throughout the movie that he almost kind of loses his passion not so much out of his own choice, but because people are sort of discouraging him from, you know, making an effort to be a bridge, more so that he's kind of getting into the fame and he starts to fall in uh, fall in line with just ways that other celebrities are thinking. And uh, well, again, without giving anything away, he kind of gets stuck at this casino in Las Vegas and just starts to throw his life away, just getting hooked on drugs and uh, again, the fame and and kind of just losing his purpose in life. And uh, it's a really sad moment then where he has an opportunity to heal and to go to rehab and uh, he chooses his career over his marriage and ends up continuing to see other women. And, and his wife knows about all of this and she's crushed. And yet she stays faithful to him while he's not faithful to her. So, all in all, the movie Elvis, it just paints this, the picture, it paints the story of his life. And uh, the, the real tragedy that ended up here is that we just see a man who started with such faithful ambitions and ends up throwing those passions away, really throwing his purpose away, uh, all for things that really don't matter in life. How many truth pop points would you give this movie? I would rate this movie a seven because I really liked how it portrayed his life as a tragedy and the decisions that he made, the poor decisions that he made ultimately led to his death. It was very sad to see it, but I'm glad that they didn't glorify those decisions that he made to go into drugs and um, being with other women. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10 just because I can't really think of anything super negative about it or super positive. It was just more sort of a story about a man's life. And you see the you saw the positives of his life and you saw the negatives. Um it brings us to the topic then of this episode of how we we want to discuss the idea of being a gift to others, emptying ourselves of those ambitions to be famous, to be self-seeking, self-glorifying. 
uh, again, Elvis had this purposeful life going into his music career and ended up losing sense of that. And really, at least in my opinion, and I'm not certainly not trying to rag on the guy or anything like that because he's super talented, but you just you see a little bit how fame can destroy purpose, how selfish motives can really result in deeper sin. Um, and how when we lose track of you know why we're here on this world, we get tempted by uh, those those things that we think are going to make us happy, but really ultimately just end in our demise. Jesus calls each one of us to deny ourselves and pick up our crosses daily. Matthew chapter sixteen verse twenty four says, "If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their crosses and follow me." Dr. Sri talks about how the world says the opposite. The world wants you to indulge yourself, to choose whatever you feel like choosing. The world says, you be you or you do you. But Jesus says, deny yourself. Well, Jesus is really getting at making space in our heart. Now, Jesus doesn't want us to deny ourselves to prove ourselves or to make ourselves holier so that we can get to him. No, Jesus wants us to deny ourselves so that we can make room in our hearts for him, for our deepest desire, which is made for him alone. St. John of the Cross says, say no to your desires and you will discover what your heart really desires. If we have our hands full and clinging to our own will, We're not open to receive what God wants to give us. This past Wednesday, we celebrated the feast of the exaltation of the Holy Cross. The Holy Cross has become a symbol of Christ's sacrificial love. Christ became a gift of himself that he gave to you out of love for you. When we deny ourselves, when we say no to those simple desires or big desires, We are making ourselves a gift to Christ as he was a gift to us. We can then become even better gifts of ourselves to other people. When you deny yourself and give yourself to God, you can give yourself even better to your husband or to your wife, to your children, to your friends, to your coworkers. You know, it's clear going back to the movie Elvis that like he was so bogged down by his dependence on drugs and his proclivity to want to be famous that, you know, it didn't seem like he was able to be a full gift of himself later on in his life. He, he wasn't able to continue what he set out to do to be that bridge because he was enslaved by his sins and his attachments and dependencies and, and, and not just Elvis, but like his manager was like, you know, the way he used Elvis for his own selfish gain and was like profiting off of Elvis's performances and things like that. So like, I think that like, you know, this type of sin, like when we're attached to it, uh, we end up hurting other people. Like when we're not free of our own selfish um, desires and our own motivations, we end up hurting other people. But when, in, in, a, in a sense, the opposite, when we are gifts of selves, we're most pure to not only serve others, but to serve God. That like he has 
he's made us completely available to live out the purpose he has set before us so that we're not having to depend on things that aren't of God. And you can look at Elvis, like he's obviously dependent on drugs. That's a pretty big attachment. It can be small things like, babe, I'm just seeing in my life how much I'm attached to my phone and screens and, you know, just, uh, you know, I've even tried, I, I guess I've been kind of lately motivated to just delete a couple of music apps on my phone because I'm like, why am I listening to this stuff when I could be like listening to Bible in a year from Father Mike or just praying, you know, like just like the very little things that we're attached to. Like I'm a, I'm so attached to things like that, that I'm not free to really be open and to be free and available to see God's present will in my life. So rather than looking down at my phone, I can just be looking around me and seeing how can I serve that person who's in need right now? Or or how can I just pray for that person that I might see walking by me? It's like we miss those moments in our life to be a gift when we're enslaved by those little small attachments that may not be bad things. What are those good things in your life that you could be giving up so that you can choose something better? You know, one practical thing you could do is if you ever feel tempted to do something, if you ever feel tempted to look at your screen or, you know, eat that second piece of cake or drink um, one of your favorite drinks, you can pray a Hail Mary. And that actually helps kind of distract you from that desire and gets you back and focused on what really matters. And one beautiful thing my sister recently told me that she heard from someone, when we pray the Hail Mary, the last line is pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. You know, that can apply to our death, the hour of our death when we're dying, but it can also apply to when we die to self, when we deny ourselves of those desires. Mary can dispense the graces of God onto us during that moment. Another really great thing you can do is choose to make sacrifices, you know, throughout the week or throughout the day. One thing that Jake and I like to do is we keep the tradition of avoiding eating meat on Friday just to keep that sacrifice because Friday is the day that Christ died for us. So we want to give something back to him. And it seems, babe, that what you're saying then is like the more we say no to uh, those, those little deaths or when we experience many deaths in our lives, we're more apt to experience the bigger deaths later on. Like in terms of vocation, like every vocation is a death in a sense, like not just being a priest. I mean, yeah, being a priest seems like a big sacrifice and it is because you're saying no to a good like marriage, but marriage too, like as a vocation, you are dying to yourself for your significant other, for your spouse. Uh, Jason Everett says that that's where, that's why the groom wears black on his wedding day, because in a sense, he's entering into his death. Sounds funny and morbid, but it's true that like, if we can't say no to our passions and those things that we're um, so addicted to, uh, like sexual sin, well, how are we going to be free for a vocation? Like such a, a magnitude of a calling. Like all of us have to be free in our vocation so that we can experience the death that Jesus is calling us to as we die on the cross, just like Jesus did for us. My sister Tammy says that the beautiful thing about the Catholic faith is that we can offer up suffering for other people. Tammy and I were both at a wedding this past weekend for 
our oldest sister, Bonnie. Both our feet were hurting because we stood for the ceremony. And Tammy said at the end, I offered up that suffering of my feet hurting for Bonnie. And that was just such a beautiful reminder that we weren't there for ourselves. We were there to be a gift for Bonnie and her new husband. Yeah, that was like the ultimate cake venture, babe. Like just that whole wedding because it was a wedding we weren't really even used to. Uh, It was at a Byzantine church. Uh, the Byzantine rite is, <laughs> we learned a lot diff- a lot more different than uh, the, the Roman Catholic. So there weren't even vows exchanged, right? Like they just walked in circles three times to represent the Trinity. It was really beautiful. Bonnie and her husband wore a crown and they held their baptismal candle and the priest led them around the altar three times representing the Trinity. Yeah, and we the whole time we we thought that there were going to be vows at some point <laughs> until the very end when they're walking down the aisle and we're like, oh, okay, so that those were the vows then. But um, but it was really neat. Like if you've never experienced a Byzantine liturgy before, uh, I would certainly recommend it just for the just for the experience of seeing the icons uh, and and just seeing the the magnificent, uh, beautiful artwork that's displayed and just the liturgy itself is just it's profound. So uh, that that's our cake venture story for this week. Uh, experiencing Bonnie's wedding. Congratulations to uh, Bonnie and her new husband Nate. Uh, the wedding reception was amazing too. Yeah, it was really cool. They had a kids corner at the wedding reception so there was a bunch of games and chalkboard and toys for the kids to play but our nieces and nephew who are six four and two uh, they wanted us to dance with them but they wanted us to spin them around and we were getting so dizzy and we kept saying okay it's time to rest but they didn't take no for an answer again being a gift of self right <laughs> even if it means getting close to puking on the dance floor that's that's what god calls us to sometimes maybe should have avoided the extra drink anyways so anyway thanks so much for joining us for truth pop we're jake and kathy as always you can write in and uh, just suggest anything you like for the show if you have a topic idea or just uh, you want to say hello that'd be awesome to hear from you hit us up on facebook and instagram at Truth Pop, and uh, we will talk to you in two weeks. Take out. This is Truth Pop.